Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When I think about the concept of self-awareness, I often think about parents in youth sports. Now, as I've mentioned in many other podcasts, I get that there is a parallel between youth sports and the workplace. And let me give you, again, a very rough analogy. You know, when parents come charging hard and they complain about the coach or the teacher and their kids not being treated fairly or being given enough, you know, playing time, we tend to put the team secondary to our own kids' goals. And I often think about AAU basketball. While it is a great organization, it also – has become a showcase for individual talent during the playing of a team sport. Now, why does this have any effect on the workplace? So we're working with roughly seven or eight companies right now speaking directly to emerging leaders. And the number one thing we hear from new time managers are, wow, my relationships have changed. A person who went for the job won't even speak to me. Now think about that. If you're going up for a job against somebody else, they don't have any merit or hold or control or leverage on you not getting the job, yet that's what happens. So a lot of what we get in the workplace are learned behaviors. So think about feedback for a second. Think about feedback when a kid in youth sports says after their careers are over, the number one thing they hated was the drive home with the parents. Because the parents said you did really good, but, and then we unload 15 things they need to work on. What happens in the corporate world? We bring people into our office for what? The good stuff or the negative stuff? Typically the negative stuff. So these are conditioned behaviors and reactions. Now, when I think about self-awareness, I think about, are we really aware of our actions? Do we really pause? And most of us don't. I would say 99.9% of people don't do this, where we sit back and think to ourselves, what perception am I creating? Am I really aware of what I'm doing? Let me give you an example. Recently, I witnessed a set of parents go up to a coach that I've worked with and just started to put on the show. Oh, hey, coach, it's great to see you. You know, just wondering when tryouts are and boy, they laid it on thick. Now, later, I'm sitting down and the coach goes, you know, I have the impression they've never really liked me. I've got nasty text messages and emails from them. And I said, well, I can save you the time. I've heard the same things from their mouths. And the funny thing is, the parents, when they did that, not only must not realize how they're coming off or how transparent they are or how much they come off placating and appeasing the coach for the betterment of their kid, but they're lacking total self-awareness. 
When you send nasty emails, when you send nasty text messages, and then go up to somebody and say, hey, it's great to see you. It's like going up to someone and saying, wow, that's an ugly dress. The next day you see the same person, you look great. Part of what we have to do is be aware of our consistency of communication. Self-awareness is about looking in the mirror and being honest with yourself. Again, I've cited this a thousand times. Tasha Yurik's work in this field is unparalleled. It's unmatched. 95% of her survey respondents said they were highly self-aware. She tested them and found out only 10% were somewhat aware. Think about that for a second. That means 80 to 85% of us are fooling ourselves. So with that being said, self-awareness also has to be challenged. Now, I'm not encouraging that coach to go up to the parents and say, well, I heard you said negative things about me. Why would I talk to you? I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting is to potentially pull those parents aside and say, you know, it's interesting you came up and, you know, you seemed really happy to see me, but I, but I have to kind of counter that from a perception standpoint. I got a lot of messages from you guys and you didn't seem to be happy. And, and, and I want to share something with you. Do you know when we pick kids? We also pick parents. And I shared that same thought with a set of parents that were not complaining. They said, well, you know, how does all this stuff work, putting club teams together and AAU basketball teams? And I said, you know, no one will say it publicly, but coaches pick parents. If there's a choice between two kids and you can pick the parents that are going to complain the least, I guarantee you where that coach is leaning. The same thing happens in the workplace. So what happens when you promote somebody? Do you always promote the most skilled? Typically, that's a mistake companies make. Yet, if you have somebody who is a top salesperson and you promote that person and they lack self-awareness, they don't have the respect of their others, but let's say number-wise they're the most deserving versus somebody who's more of a team player, more congenial, more collaborative, more communicative, fully aware of his or her strengths and weaknesses, which one would you pick? See, what we need to do more than anything in the corporate world is build self-awareness. Get assessed in an emotional intelligence assessment. We happen to be certified in EQI from Mental Health Systems out of Canada here at Progress Coaching. I'm not selling you. I'm suggesting Get your people assessed. Emotional intelligence are not a personality test or assessment. It's not a personality assessment or a test. It's about the things that you leverage, self-awareness, social skills, self-regulation, just to name a few. Self-awareness is powerful. When somebody is honest with themselves, and it's hard, and I always love to add a little bit of humor to these podcast episodes. When was the last time someone came in your office and said, boss, I got to tell you, the last decade, my attitude has sucked. And I bet you're laughing. But don't we know people who are always negative? I call them, yeah, but Bob, they already know you're wrong before you get to your second sentence. They never like anybody else's idea. And what do we do with people like that? Do we walk towards them or do we get away from them? We typically get away from them. 
establishing self-awareness, especially during these times, is absolutely vital. When people are struggling, they have to look in the mirror and say, what do I need to do from a resilience standpoint? What do I need to do to overcome? What do I need to do in myself to bring myself to the next level? And I promise you, things will dramatically get better. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.